Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the Doors on Rock 102. Doors? Yeah, the Doors, Steve. I know you do. Uh, Mostly cloudy today. There's a chance of a shower, but just a slight chance. I'm not even going to worry about it. High of 78. Tonight, partly cloudy. Low of 55. And for tomorrow, partly cloudy and a chance of an afternoon thunderstorm with a high of 77. 64 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, I was planning on doing a MIBA hole. Yeah. But Reddit is shut down. Or like most of the good ones are shut down. On the site, even the old subreddits are not up, or just yeah. not just cleared out. Well, they're they're blocking people. They're in like protest over the owner or the CEO. You know, I don't even really understand it. I just know that it's not available. So now we got to come up with our own content. Ah, Jesus, can you imagine that? No, that's not what we're getting paid for. What is this? Nineteen eighty. We might as well go back to buying newspapers. Yeah. Got to get those uh, parody songs ready. And, yeah, uh, I know. Some wacky bits. Yep. Got some surveys to do. Surveys and celebrities. Fantastic. We're going to do it all. Uh, that and more. Plus the uh, the keyword to cash. Believe it or not, another day of that. How much more of this is going on? <laughs> is this the last week? I do not know. Yeah. I believe so, but you know, I'm not the... Uh, all I'm right. not in charge of this stuff. We'll figure it out. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Want to know what it sounds like to win $1,000? Yes! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I can't believe it. You could be next. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 553 and Kenny Wayne Shepard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is, uh, it is going to be, and I will tell you in just one second. I was just reading some interesting things about celebrities uh, online. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 77. I thought it was supposed to rain all day today. Uh, you know, things change. Eh, whatever. What tomorrow, are you going to do? You know what? I'm wrong most of the time anyway. It's going to rain tomorrow, I guess. Maybe, maybe not. 76 for a high. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence says she uh, pantsed a kid in school and he got really embarrassed and to this day she Googles him every once in a while just to see if he's doing okay. Well, it's good to know she feels bad about it. Uh, she said, we were pantsing people at a football game, and I accidentally grabbed his underwear. He got really embarrassed, and I feel really bad. I'm Man, sorry. You should. Uh, Shame to yourself. She she wants to say, are you okay? But she hasn't really reached out to him. But she would ask him if he's okay. Yeah. And then uh, trip him or pants him again. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's probably, like, hearing this story going, you know what? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is a giant jerk and always has been. <laughs> probably been spreading that rumor forever. She's only sorry because she's getting called out on it. Yeah. Uh, Rod Stewart's wife won't let him be friends with Donald Trump in Palm Beach, Florida, as they used to have a friendly relationship, but Rod's wife, Penny Lancaster, put a stop to that. Rod says, quote, I used to go to his Christmas party and the balls he held, uh, but my wife said no. The balls, well, the like balls. The, like the Christmas balls. Oh, there was stuff he was. Man, I was gonna say, 
There are some people that would have paid good money to hold uh, Rod Stewart's balls at one point. There was uh, stuff he was coming out with, what he was saying about women he had known in the past, and Penny said, uh, you're not going. He's a disgrace. Like Rod Stewart's wife telling him not to do things. He's Rod Stewart. He can do whatever the hell he wants. He can have dinner with whoever he wants. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're married. He's, this is his wife. Yeah, it's his wife telling him you can't have you can't have dinner with Donald Trump. Has anyone told her about that whole stomach pumping thing? Yeah, I don't think uh, I yeah, don't think people that's in glass re- houses, lady. I don't think that's real, by the way. Oh, come on, it's got to be real. You know, I saw him in a picture on a speedo on the beach, and yeah. I was like, forever hung. All right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rod Stewart. Uh, (laughs) Treat Williams was killed yesterday while riding his motorcycle in Vermont. He was 71 years old. His rep said he was making a turn and a car cut him off. Treat got his big break in the 1979 uh, movie version of Hair, which was based on the Broadway musical of the same name. More recently, he played uh, Dr. Andrew Brown on the WB's Everwood from 2002 to 2006. Uh, His other credits uh, include Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, Heart of Dixie, Blue Bloods, Late Shift, Chicago Fire, and Chesapeake Shores. I'm telling you all this because I don't really know who he was. You don't know who Treat Williams was? I, I, now I know, now I see his face, but I didn't know that's what his name was. Oh my God, the guy was in a million things. Yeah, he was in a million things. A million things. Well, I uh, starred with Joe Piscopo in the upper underrated zombie buddy cop comedy Dead Heat. I always thought that was an underrated film. Where his character's name was Roger Mortis. Interesting. Yeah. And now here now he look is. Now him. Uh, it's the end of an era. 76-year-old Pat Sajak is retiring as the host of Wheel of Fortune. You know, I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to announce this, but apparently I am under consideration uh, to replace him. That would actually not be a bad job. You work it's the three best. months out of the year. Dude, it's the best gig on television. The uh, 41st season that starts in September will be his last, but he'll be sticking around as a consultant for three years after. He says, quote, it's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all. If nothing else, it'll keep the clickbait sites busy. Is uh, is Vanna walking out the door, too? No, I think she's staying, which is weird. You really... You know, you think you should both go at the same time. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah. Well, I mean, you should. Yeah, yeah. wrap it up. Yeah, I know. You know. I know. Uh, <laughs> really overstayed my Pat, welcome. Pat's been the host of the syndicated version since it debuted. Uh, I'm sorry, since it debuted in 1983. Debuted. Yeah, debuted. Yeah, it's, it's debuted. There, yeah, whatever. There's no word on who will replace him, though. That's because we're keeping it all in the wraps. You think he'll die like Alex Trebek did, and then they'll have, like, you know, two other people. It'll be like Joey from Blossom on the show, <laughs> and then a former, like, worst Jeopardy champion. Yeah, maybe. It'll just be the opposite of, of like, what they did with Jeopardy. Do you put that bankrupt card on top of his casket? Uh... Or do you spin the casket? You spin the casket. That's how you do that. And then you open up the thing at the end. Ooh, look, $10,000. You know what I would do behind the casket? I would have spelled out Pat Sajak, just like on 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 the set of the show. That would be perfect. That would be great. You know, I knew a guy who was on that show back in the 90s. He lost horribly. Like, he couldn't even get, 
Like, he wouldn't even get a letter. He really? Didn't even, he didn't even get money. We had a social studies teacher in my high school. Yeah. That was on Jeopardy. That's and I, cool. I think he won. Like, one show bounced out the second one. Well, still, at least still. he won one show. This guy didn't win anything. Yeah, that and he, sucks. And he got, he got like... Whatever the whatever the uh, the appliance was at the time back in the nineties, I don't know if it was like maybe it was a George Foreman yeah. grill or something like that. But he got all this crap that he got. Not only did he get all that crap, he had to pay taxes on that crap. Ah, Jesus! Then that sucked. You think you you know you think you get something for for nothing? And you, you get don't. nothing. Uh, let's see. Taylor Swift's Eras Tour is pumping big bucks into local economies. By the time it's done, it'll generate $4.6 billion in tourism-related expenses like hotel accommodations and food. Well, that makes me feel better then. Sure does. I mean, if she's if she's helping the economy, I really can't complain that yeah. she's charging $1,500 <laughs> for a ticket to have a kid beg you to take you to the show. Suddenly, I don't feel so bad about st- being stuck in the parking lot at Gillette Stadium for five hours. Yeah. The uh, real-life childhood home of Harry Potter has fans taking photos all day, every day. The homeowner says some arrive in full costume to recreate scenes, and they've even moved their own cars so fans can get a good photo. I would not want to own a home like that. No. Ever. It's like they're selling the Brady home, the Brady yeah. Bunch house, Yeah, for like $5 million. I wouldn't want to live in that. If you could make money off it, I totally would. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to use it as like a museum piece, but to live in there, no, thank you. And uh, Kim Kardashian is getting more guff uh, because she had revealed last week that she sleeps in full makeup. Really? Like, like she doesn't take the makeup off until the morning, and then she puts it back hmm. on again. She must have something to say. Oh, my God, the last time I was in bed with full makeup was when Ray J gave me the Fu Man Goo in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. Um, Kaylin? I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once frosted her cookie. Right. I decorated her with some glam chowder. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I gave her the filthy Fernando on the Slopabotamus. Oh, there you go. I used to love Slopabotamus on Sesame Street. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? <laughs> glam chowder! <laughs> and that show, Hollywood trash. On Rock 102. Games Paxson, six innings pitching, eight strikeouts, one earned run. Over. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, for my money, there's nothing more thrilling than a vengeful act of spite. You kidding me? Spike gets a bad rap. But in the moment, there is nothing more inherently satisfying than expressing yourself through a thinly veiled act of harmless aggression. Of course, that sort of thirst for vengeance can blow up in your face, too, when the object of your revenge fails to get the hint because they've moved on with their lives. But nevertheless, it's the thrill of the hunt that's the most exhilarating part, even when your best laid plans become underwhelming failures. Case in point, the Oakland A's baseball franchise. As many of you know, the A's currently have the worst attendance in all of Major League Baseball. On any given home game, you can expect as many as 8,500 people in the stands. That means there are typically 38,292 empty seats every single night. This has prompted team ownership to consider moving the franchise to Las Vegas, where they're hoping to build an exciting $1.5 billion stadium. Now, if you're one of the last remaining 8,500 fans, then this is clearly bad news. So in an effort to show the team how disgusted you are, fans
fans are now calling for what is referred to as a reverse boycott of the team. What the hell does that mean? It means that there is a full-blown effort to tell the team to go screw themselves by buying up as many tickets as possible for Tuesday's game against Tampa. Well, that'll certainly show them. I'm sure that sort of shrewd thinking will get them to think twice about moving to Vegas. On top of that, the first 7,000 fans at the Coliseum will each receive a free t-shirt which will say the word SELL. Oh man! These owners are sure going to learn their lesson when they ship the entire franchise 558 miles away. Listen, I understand the need to express your bitterness and your hostility, but the way to have made your case would have been to start buying more tickets all along, not buying tickets now. You really want to make a point? How about having those last 8,500 people stay home instead? Now that would be a satisfying protest. But hey, end of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Two Weber grills on sale at Rocky's. The Weber Genesis for $8.99 and the Weber Spirit for $5.69. With either Weber, you get free propane assembly and delivery. All the grills, all the gear. Free fuel assembly and delivery too. Your grilling destination is at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 614 and Billy Squire. We're back to Nagel on Rock 102. going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 78, uh, but there will be some rain showers this morning, according to Dan Brown. And then tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 77. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, the keyword to cash coming up after 8 o'clock, your chance to win $1,000. So make sure you are listening, or if not, uh, remind me to do it at 8 o'clock. Uh, yes, I will thank you. remind you to do that. How much longer do we do that for? I don't, uh, I don't really know. Mm. I know, uh, do I have that? I don't even know if I have that information about how long it's supposed to last. It's the never ending contest. I think this is the the final week from like Friday's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Cause then summer starts and then we start something else again. Yeah. And this is what I'm going to suggest. Yeah. Um, okay. It ends Friday, but starting Monday, the audience pays us a thousand dollars a day. Oh, how do you like that? I like you that like that a lot. Yeah, I've been thinking about that for two weeks. Have you been? Yes, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks is about the time when I got kind of sick of doing it, and I thought, well, how can we profit off this? Where's the money coming to us? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, like well, we'll workshop. We got like four yeah, days. We'll yeah. workshop that. Yeah, we'll figure this out. We'll make this <laughs> profitable somehow. Uh, I've been, to, you know, with the weather now. Thank, thankfully, the the smoke has dissipated. Yes, en- enough. I guess it's still there. I don't know if it's still there or it's going to come back or whatever. But uh, doing my yard work, what a pain in the ass that is. Yeah, that's why I don't do it anymore. And uh, I I've had I have this hill in front of my house. It's pretty steep. Sure. And typically i would uh, drive the tractor down the hill mm-hmm. you can do that because it's big enough where you're you're able to do that you can't do that in a little rider mower right because that thing it'll just whew, yes go like a go-kart and uh, so i have to weed whack the entire thing because oh, my okay. i don't have my tractor back because apparently uh the claim specialist didn't tell the people at the at the at the repair place that uh, it was i you know what i don't even know anymore i don't i don't i think people, how long have you been without it since february dude yeah isn't it june already uh-huh 
Yeah. Shouldn't you have gotten that back by now? Yes, yes. But uh, apparently every time I ask, I, I'm in the wrong. Are they backlogged with the broken know. down I, tractors you know, in this place? I don't even know. Everybody's lying to each other, and they, nobody has a straight story of who's, you know, when they place the blame on, oh, it's their fault. And then the place goes, well, no, it's their fault. Well, yeah, I've never heard anybody yeah. who fixes, like, equipment or anything yeah. like that say, yeah, um, yeah, we just haven't gotten around to it. We're really... It's we're not really that they worried. haven't gotten we around. Have, we just we just we're too lazy. It's like it's like a paperwork issue or something. I don't know. They're saying the 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 tractor place says it's the insurance company, and the insurance company says it's the tractor place. I, I'd like to get them all on the phone at the same time yeah, so we can all discuss this. That's never going to happen. But anyway, uh, so I'm weed whacking this. It, it it's like what a pain in the ass. I had to put cleats on to mow this hill. I had, these old, I had these old cleats that I had to put on to, oh, to, 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 to weed whack this hill because you know, it was so thick. I hear this story. Yeah. And I, you haven't even gotten into the deep part of it yet. Yeah. I hear this there story. There is no deep part. Uh, well, I'm already, I'm already yeah. in my mind thinking, would I go out to, say, like a Dick's and purchase cleats so I could work in my lawn? The answer to that question is a resounding "Oh hell no." Well, you don't have to purchase them. I, I've well, I, don't, I don't have I don't have cleats uh, around the well, house. These are like probably twenty five years old. They're old cleats. They were from when I was in high school. Yeah, and uh, they still fit like a glove. Wow. Well, a little tight. My my feet <laughs> like got a, a little glove. bit bigger since I was seventeen. They fit like an OJ glove. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but hey, it, it does the job, and you don't slip down the hill. But. What a strenuous activity that is because you got to hold the mm-hmm. weed whacker like almost up in the air while you're, it's like inches from your face. Let me tell you what I do. Yeah. You want to talk about strenuous. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time my uh, lawn Dirt. needs to be <laughs> needs to be mowed yeah. or every time my, uh, my lawn is mowed, yeah. this, is, this is the extent of my effort. I text the guy that mows my lawn yeah. and I say, what I owe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Guess yeah. what? That's it. Yard work's That's done. That's all you got to do. That's all I got to yeah, do. See, I don't have that luxury. You, sh- you could, though. I could have that oh. luxury. I guess I could. When a real live man is cutting your lawn, it is maybe one of the do most you, satisfying things you can do. You do you gawk at him as he, as he rides by? I don't gawk at him. I gawk at the machinery. This is a young kid that's got like a bunch of machines, yeah. like a lot of machines. Yeah. You have like, like two or three guys doing it at once and zip, 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 and it's done. If I went out there, it's a 45-minute job on a lawn tractor that's kind of sketchy to begin with. Does he got one of them zero turns? Of course he does. Yeah. Yeah. Turns on a dime. On a dime. Yeah, how about like, that? I, and, and, and Makes a, it look professionally smooth. Like, oh, you ever I'm, try to ride one of those things? No, actually, I've never gotten one of those. It's actually kind of difficult if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, see, that's why I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because it's not only difficult, even that is more work than I want to do. It's almost a little, like, too comfortable. And then somebody says, well, you can't flip those things. Listen, you can flip anything you want to. Listen. If you really put enough effort into it, you can flip something over. Anybody who says yeah. that yeah. has no idea yeah. who you and I are. Right. I mean, they may know that, yeah. oh, they're on the radio, they may know that part, but they've never seen us in actual physical action. No. If there's a way to knock something over... Tip something, break something, make something explode. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll figure it out. Oh, of course you will. So I, I got done with with all that weed whacking yesterday, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to sit down on the uh, the porch, have my little iced coffee, mm-hmm. and uh, and and you know maybe do some show prep or something, right? Yeah. And uh, as soon I put the iced coffee down, 
As soon as I get everything ready to sit down, the dog comes over with the ball and his tail oh. knocks the coffee over and it's all over the, the, the porch. And, uh, yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it was just. When it rains, it pours. Well, it's a perfect ending to a perfect day. I yeah, would well, just put it that way. That's a horrible ending. That's a, that's a terribly sad no, ending. No, that's the perfect ending because that was the best part. That was the easiest part of the day. Yeah. Was cleaning up the coffee. You know, I, <laughs> my dad still does yeah. all of his yard work. Okay. And, uh, you know, he doesn't see very well. He's blind. So, you know, he has to have. A little bit of help, either guiding himself to to mow the lawn, or his wife does it, yeah. which is which is fine. Uh, but he's out there all the time. He's always weeding. He's always you know gardening. Always doing something. I got my gardening skills on my mom's side of the family. I didn't get that gene. I wish I had. I wish I had the 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 wherewithal, the gumption, and the motivation to go out there, uh-huh. spend all day just you know in the dirt. I don't. I would much rather hire a guy. Who has chosen on his own to do yeah, this as his own vocation. See, this is where you and I are different. I don't mind putting the labor into doing something. Yeah. My problem is I have zero sense of design mm-hmm. or how to make something look nice. You right. ever go to these like people's houses and they got this perfectly tri- and the and the people did it themselves. They didn't hire anybody to come do this. They perfectly trimmed their lawns and they got you know, fertilizer oh, and it's dude, like green. It's I'm like telling carpet. you, yeah. My father is that guy. Yeah, yeah. My my father, despite his his vision issues, has built stone walls. He's got like you know nine different water features. He's got you know pathways and sitting areas. And it's, I mean, it's 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 unbelievable what my father's been able to do. Yeah. I just can't. I could do that. I don't have the patience to do that. Plus, I'm also. And this is the other part of it, which I haven't even brought up yet. I am riddled with terrible seasonal allergies. So when I'm outside for any real period of time, my eyes are swelling, my throat's all scratchy. I'm I'm sneezing like a like a, like a guy who sneezes a lot. Yeah, and I, it's ruined for me. Like the whole appeal of it is ruined because I I can't spend that much time. You know, near all that you know those uh, all that pollen and stuff floating around in the air. Yeah. I, just, I mean, I can't terrible so you know, my dad does it never been bothered by it so he does it and crushes it i'm telling you my dad's gardens are unfreaking believable you got uh you got those n95 masks you can uh put one of them on and- i'd have to put one over each eye and i have to tell you <laughs> that when you're mowing the lawn in on a, a hill, in a gas a, mask, in a gas mask, that's not good for the lawn. <laughs> you look like you look like the you know the, the Mickey Mouse the the gas mask thing from the nineteen forties. <laughs> You're riding around in your lawnmower yeah. on that. I look like a slee stack from the Land of the Lost trying to mow my lawn. <laughs> yeah. It's badass backs riding yeah. his lawnmower. How come he's how come he's how come he's about to mow off a cliff because yeah. he can't see squat? Yeah, he's uh he's protecting his allergies and he's prepared for a nuclear fallout. <laughs> It's 624 with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. Hi, it's Dave Miner from Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. My wife is always telling me that's Hazen.com and get started. 626 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, well, Dan Brown can give you the forecast there. Yeah, do you, you, don't, you don't need it from us. Do you want to laugh? I do. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock.
There was an old professor who started every class with a vulgar joke. Yes. And after one uh, particularly nasty example, the women in the class decided to walk out the next time he started one of these things, right? Okay. So the professor gets wind of the plot, and the next morning he walks in and says, Good morning, class. Did you hear the one about the shortage of whores in Newfoundland? (laughs) (laughs) And with that, all the women stood up and headed for the door, and he goes, Whoa, 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 ladies, wait a second. The boat doesn't leave until tomorrow. Ah! He was tricking them to think that they were the ones going on the, the boat. Are new for the yeah. <laughs> Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's you. We're Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today, get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The unknown hazardous material that was found on the Bliss Park playground on Sunday has been identified. According to the Longmeadow Fire Department, crews were called to the park for a suspicious substance that was found on the playground equipment. At the same time, the fire and EMS was sent to a residence due to two children having burn-like injuries after they left the park. Fire crews then determined the material was acidic in nature and was poured on three of the slides of the playground. The Mass Department of Fire uh, Service Hazardous Material Response Team all these people assisted in the in the thing. I'm not going to name every uh, thing. During the investigation, it was discovered that the pump room in the basement of the pool building had been broken into. Two of the fences were climbed over and a ventilation shaft was torn off. The suspects had gotten into the pool room through the ventilation shaft. The pool room contained the chemicals that were poured onto the slides. The chemical was determined to be muriatic acid which is a diluted solution of hydrochloric acid. Additional evidence was gathered and sent to the crime lab uh, for forensic analysis and for fingerprinting. This uh, this story kind of has been, it's kind of gone national. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the more you think about it, it's like, what jackass thinks this is a hilarious prank? Hey, uh, you know what? I, uh, I'm i assuming I'm going to be one of those people and say it was probably a bunch of kids that broke into a pool room and did this. Because I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's not like things were stolen for value. You're not stealing no, anything for no. value. You're just, you're just basically doing something that is just plain malicious. Malicious. And, and you know, the, here you have these kids going down these slides on that park. They have no idea what's going on. No. And you, you could potentially cause very, very serious injuries. You saw the burns the other day on the, on some of these kids. It's awful. Yes, I did see some of the burns. Not really sure if that was necessary to post the picture of the burns. No, but but, but nevertheless, at least you know this this had the potential to be much ser- much more serious than it than it was. The pool chemicals had been properly stored in the secured area. The town of Longmeadow, along with the D- the DEP, has a specialty contractor that will clean the play space and other materials. The playground will remain fenced off. Uh, to caution until they can determine the next step. All the hazmat uh, has, hazardous materials have been cleaned up and removed, and the rest of the park is still open. And we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, coming up after 7 o'clock. Uh, a man was sentenced to prison after a jury found him guilty of rape of a child. According to the Hamden DA's office, Hector Herdina or Al- Alamo was sentenced on June 1st to 13 to 15 years in state prison on charges of rape of a child and decent assault and battery. On a child under 14, he was found guilty by a Hamden, Hamden Superior Court jury on May 23rd. The, you know, this is just another scumbag that's going to jail, and I really don't need to read the details. Of no, the, actually, of the, the, the details, the details are they're, awful. They're awful, and uh, 13 to 15 years doesn't seem like a long enough time. 
but it's not. Whatever. But that's uh, you know there. Unfortunately, there are limits to what the law allows you to sentence somebody for. Uh. The owner and distributor of a Greenfield ice cream company has been ordered to return funds to investors and fine for violating Massachusetts laws, according to the Secretary of the Commonwealth, William Galvin. In a news release sent to 22 News from the Secretary Galvin's office, Snow's Acquisition LLC, the proprietor of Bart's and Snow's Ice Cream Company, is ordered to return $60,000 to investors who were sold unregistered percentage interests in the financially distressed company by its founder and manager, Thomas Schmidt. Oh, he's a Schmidt head. Well, I don't know about that, Steve. That's good ice cream. Uh, in addition, the company is ordered to pay an administrative fine of $50,000 uh, for the violations of state law. Uh, Schmidt uh, created Snows in 2016, and according to the consent order, he sold $225,000 in percentage interest in the business to individuals he identified as family and friends. The Secretary of the Commonwealth's office says Schmidt was not licensed to sell securities in Massachusetts nor were any of percentage interest registered with the security divisions. Uh, hey, uh, my name's Mr. Schmidt. Uh, just give me your money. I'll, I'll take care of it. Oh, we're churning out ice cream and we're churning out dollars. Don't you worry. On June 2nd, uh, Schmidt admitted to the facts uh, set forth in a consent order and also admitted to using the company's business account to write nearly $25,000 in checks to himself during the time in which the unregistered securities were being sold claiming that the money was compensation for acting as the business's manager. All right. I, I understand all that, and that's all very well and good. But let's get to uh, the brass tacks here for a second. Mm-hmm. Will any of this interrupt the uh, the manufacture of this delicious ice cream? Yes. Yes, I think it will. You think it will? Bart's Ice Cream, previously known as Snow's Nice Cream, is sold at the company's scoop shop in Greenfield in more than 400 locations throughout New England grocery stores, including grocery stores such as Stop and Shop, Big Y, and Whole Foods, uh, and convenience <sighs> stores and food outlets. This is what this is exactly what I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. Okay, a guy makes one or two dozen bad business decisions in his lifetime, and now a perfectly good product like Bart's ice cream may have to suffer as a result. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a shame. Bad mis- bad management. Unfortunately, due to the financial situation of this business, these investors will be able to recoup, you mean re-scoop. Oh, yeah, right. Only a portion of the money they invested. This is uh, this is where it gets me. This is where this becomes an emotional issue. <sighs> what is the place I went to the other day? Uh, I went to another ice cream place. Remember we were talking about uh, different ice cream places all begun? Sheldon's in Southampton. Sheldon's? Absolutely phenomenal. Really? Yes. Very good ice cream. In Southampton. Southampton. See, this is the problem. Sheldon's. This is the problem. I rarely find myself all the way out in Southampton. Well, it's uh, it's only a hop, skip, and a jump from uh, from 7Bs down at the corner down there. Yeah, well, I was on the corner of uh, 10 and 202. 202, yeah, right, yeah, right next to the Cumbies. Well, uh, is, uh, is Chef Jeff still working there? Yeah, Chef Jeff in the kitchen cooking up daily delicious food <laughs> specials each and every day. Um. But yeah, it's 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 right on uh, it's right on Route Ten. Oh, I'm looking at their website now. Oh yeah, uh huh. Oh, oh yeah. What I had you have? Brownie batter ice cream, which was oh yeah, nice. A, a brownie batter, and then because you could mix it, you could have one scoop of this and one scoop of that. Oh I yeah. Had, uh, Boston blackout. What's that? Which was like uh, fudge brownies and like. It was almost like a rocky road, but with brownies in it. It was really oh good. God. It was really, but no marshmallows. There was no marshmallows. I don't, I don't need marshmallows. No. That's all right. 
Uh, but yeah, Sheldon's ice cream. Oh, that was another yeah. on my ice cream map this summer. I'm getting a text now that confirms that, in fact, Sheldon's is, in his words, awesome. Yeah. All right. I'm- it is awesome. <sighs> and you know what? I've been by it maybe a hundred times, mm-hmm. and that was the first time we stopped in there to to try that. And it was uh, like a big crowd? Kids loved it. I loved it. It's good stuff. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, one person is temporarily without a home following a fire on Linden Street in Holyoke yesterday afternoon. Firefighters were called to the st- structure fire on Linden Street around 1 p.m. Heavy smoke could be seen coming from the first floor window, and crews were able to, to quickly put out the fire. No injuries are reported, but one person is without a home until the repairs can be made. The department is investigating the cause of the fire. Uh, a 22 News viewer sent a photo of a bobcat that was spotted in their driveway on Sunday. Ooh, was it digging things? <laughs> was it? Oh, yeah, it's, was, oh, it's, oh, it's the, an actual like, bobcat. An actual animal. Oh, it's an actual bobcat. Yeah, not oh, the okay. not the power equipment. Ah, the uh, bobcat was spotted by uh, 22 News viewer Robert Welch in their driveway on Chauncey Walker Street in mm. uh, Belchertown. According to Mass.gov, bobcat habit- habitats usually involve mountainous areas such as those that have rocky ledges, hardwood forests, swamps, bogs, and brushy areas near fields. Hardwood forests? Really? Hard- yeah, that's a uh, you get a flooring company to come in and put that in there for you. Hardwood forests. Yeah, well, I was gonna say because you know, uh, <laughs> Lucky Seven's carpets could do a hardwood tile, laminate, whatever you need. Yeah, you could do a hardwood forest. They could. Yeah, I like that. The idea. whole forest worth. The uh, bobcats become more visible in backyards and residential areas throughout Massachusetts as they adapt to suburban settings. Bobcat tracks may be mistaken for domestic cats, but bobcats uh, actually appear to have five toes. Would a cat's only have four? Well, I had a cat that had double paws. What? Yeah. Four double paws. Freak cat. Total freak, but the coolest cat ever. It had four, had what, had like two sets of hands? It was like double the size of a, of a normal paw. Oh, you know, so like cats it, that got like, like little tiny paws. Yeah. His had like a, like a billion different toes on it. And uh, I mean, he, he could he could type. He could uh, He could do math. He could do all kinds of things. Yeah. He could open jars. Math? Yeah, the sure. Finger counter? Yeah, you know, with like a calculator and a pen. It's a pretty smart, uh, pretty smart cat. God rest his soul. He was a damn fine cat. Uh, Northwest DA's office is on the receiving end of a lawsuit that alleges they violated state public records law by redacting the names of police officers accused of crimes or other misconduct. The lawsuit centers around a records request by an independent journalist that the office responded to with a redacted list of disclosures detailing police officers' misconduct allegations. However, the names of those officers were blacked out. An appeal was brought to the state's Office of Public Records to release the unredacted versions, claiming the move violated public records law. The DA's office claimed two specific exemptions to the law, but the supervisor of records said they didn't have enough proof to redact the officers' names under those exemptions. 22 News contacted the Northwestern DA's office regarding that lawsuit, and they said they haven't reviewed the lawsuit yet and will have a response in the coming days. Hmm. And I'm sure uh, once they get the press release and reminding them that there was a response to that, then they'll say, oh, yeah, we'll follow up on it. Which they won't, but that's a thinly veiled promise. A portion of I-95 in Pennsylvania will likely remain closed for months following a fiery tanker truck crash on Sunday that led to a partial collapse of the highway. That makes more sense. When I first heard this, they said it was a vehicle fire, making it sound like a Prius did this damage. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
oh, a vehicle was on fire and the whole highway collapsed. I'm like, yes, but you didn't. You left out the part where there was 8,500 gallons of fuel <laughs> inside of a truck that yeah. burned that. Uh, the accident involving the tanker, which was carrying the 8,500 gallons of gasoline, led to a fire and collapse on the northbound section of the highway in northeast Philadelphia. Uh, there was a truck driver fueling up in Chicopee who shared his concerns over the crash. As far as a tanker's concerned and hazmat, we're dealing with crowded roads that are poorly maintained. Obviously, that whole intersection is coming down. I don't even know if that was just because of the truck or they needed maintenance, but I know the maintenance. In Japan, they can fix the road in no time. And here in this country, it's like two seasons, winter road repairs, said Ken Broder. Uh, let me ask you this, uh, yeah. good buddy. Yeah. Um, is there anybody in Chicopee that actually talks like that? Well, no, he's a truck driver, not from here. Oh, I see. Yeah. Just, just a good old-fashioned trucker boy, he's just from, passing right through. He's from California. Don't they talk like that in California? I Yes, they do. Yeah. Every single one of them. Well, this is a mess, though, when you think about it. I mean, I-95, I, I don't know if you've ever driven on 95, but... Uh, it's a moderately heavily traveled uh, traveled I've highway. Never even heard of that highway <laughs> ever. I mean, it's just about one of the most important highways in America. But I mean, Philadelphia. Who the hell goes there? Oh, what are you going to tell me? It goes from one uh, end of the country to the other end. Yes, really. Yeah, apparently it it, it does. It was a begin in Florida and go all the way up to Maine. It, in fact, yes. Yeah, okay. it, it does. You now, and your magical highways. Now I will tell you this. Uh, even though it seems like if you got like a if you got like a enough velocity in your car, I don't believe you can make the jump over that missing section of highway. Probably not. That's that's like a, that's a, you know evil Knievel type of stuff. While there are uh, federal safety regulations regarding the operation of tanker trucks, things like their design and maintenance can heighten those risks on the road. In this case, the dri- truck driver lost control. And hit a wall on the exit ramp with large uh, with trucks as large as the, these. All it takes is uh, that's all it takes to reach wreak major. I can't even speak this morning. Sound it out. That's all it takes to wreak major havoc. See, you did a perfectly good job. On top of the obvious safety concerns, the implications this will have on traffic and potentially the economy are mounting. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro has declared a state of emergency to collect federal funds as engineers work on infrastructure plans. The roughly 160,000 daily vehicles that travel through that segment of the freeway must seek alternative routes. Ooh, I hate to live on one of those alternative routes right well, now. Well, and you you think about, you know, where this thing collapsed. It also collapsed. It destroyed the roadway below. So right. that which might have been an alternate route is no longer available as an alternate route. Now, this is a major divided highway. Mm-hmm. Does the other side of that highway also need to be repaired? Was it you know compromised in th- any way? I think the whole thing needs to be redone. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean the heat from those things are oh are, yeah are intense. That's why I'm asking. I mean you got like you know I don't know if it's like the northbound or southbound section of the highway. I think it's north, but either way, it's like it's it's bananas that you, you that this would happen. What is what's the highway that goes through Worcester? Is that two ninety? It's 290. Yeah, 290. Right? So 290. That was back in that fire back in 1999. Yeah. When that when that cold storage building went up and unfortunately we lost six firefighters in the in that uh debacle. But that they closed 290 because the heat 
from the building on because the building's like was right underneath yeah. and right close to being underneath. It melted a portion of 290 <laughs> because the the the, it, the flames were so intense. So you can imagine what a 8,500 gallons of gasoline would do. You know, we've seen it before on uh, in Chicopee years ago. Remember that uh, unfortunate do. accident where the guy. He died. He unfortunately died. That truck driver, but that was uh, that was on the Chicopee Curve, and that thing was like I think they had to do some repairs out there on the road. Yeah, but uh, nothing to this scale. No, because it was underneath. Yeah. I guess. Jeez. I don't know. Pretty nasty. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be I don't know rainy, maybe sunny, seventy eight tomorrow. More of the same with a high of seventy seven. It's sixty seven right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 652 in the Eagles with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be rainy this morning, then sunshine maybe this afternoon with a high of 78. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 77. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. One word could land you a 1000 bucks At uh, 8 o'clock today, we will announce today's keyword for cash. Uh, you could uh, also hear it at 11, 2, and 5 o'clock today. When you hear the keyword, you go to rock102.com before midnight. You plug it in, and it could be worth a chance at 1000 bucks Every weekday, you can play and increase your chances of winning. It puts it puts $1,000 in your pocket if you're lucky, if you do whatever you're told. Brought to you by TextMeForTires.com. Kim Keel, the Nielsen team, and Olivia Keller Williams on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Coming up after 7 o'clock, uh, we're going to find out what a jerk Bruno Mars is. Um, as it turns out, a, uh, as, as a dynamic and wonderful entertainer as he is, mm -hmm. there's rumors out there that he's kind of a douche. Yeah, and we'll, uh, we have a little story to accompany that. Uh, in the meantime, the sex experts over at lovehoney.com. Yeah. Know, you know lovehoney.com, right? Mm -hmm. They recently conducted several surveys. Survey said. Uh, and... <laughs> Asking men and women which professions they consider the quote the most sexually attractive. Okay, and some uh, some results might surprise you. The uh, the top ten. First of all, I'm going to just tell you right now, radio host is not on the list. Come on, it's not. That's it's not right. Not, it's not going to happen. Look at us. We're a couple of sexy strapping dudes. Why why are we not on the top five? Uh, I don't know. This is the the top ten sexiest professions according to women are firefighter, a builder. Well, I, I build and burn bridges all the time. Yeah, you what are you do. Talking about? Yeah, right. Uh, police officer, doctor, mechanic, paramedic, musician, electrician, farmer, and lawyer. I'm surprised okay. lawyer made the list. Yeah, lawyer doesn't seem to be a very yeah. attractive. I mean, have you seen some lawyers? I've yes, I've, I have too. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they're yeah, it's hit or miss over there. Uh, is there a survey which talks about the uh, the sexiest female? Professions? Yes. You ready? I am ready. This is, uh, according to men, the top 10 uh, sexiest female professions. Flight attendant, nurse, secretary, teacher, actor, police officer, doctor, mm -hmm. bartender, uh -huh. maid, yep. and singer. Uh, uh, there you go. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not really... Uh, sure about that like is that like only well, hot I people mean, uh, or I, is it it's it's not saying that these people are hot just because they do these jobs yeah it's just a hot job right well you know my wife is a teacher so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not gonna talk out of, out of out of turn here but 
If I go back and look at the teachers that educated me, yeah, I'm going to say a good 75% of them were not sexy at all. All right. And, and, and believe me, at the age of 16, 17, I was looking around. Oh, I'm sure you were. Oh, of course I was. Very few of them reached that level I could say, oh, how you doing? Never, uh, let me see if I could put my, here's my top 10. You ready? Yeah. Or here's my top, top one. Uh, uh, sexiest job. Uh, writing little smiley faces on the receipts at Costco when you're leaving. Oh, That's yeah, a pretty that sexy is, job. That is. You got that right. Yeah. 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 Uh, doing one of them hole punch stamps when uh-huh. you go to like a concert or something, like a mm-hmm. ticket taker. Yeah. You naughty ticket taker. That's it. That's a hot job. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I was going to say dunk- train conductor. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say what? I was going to say Dunkin' Donuts drive through worker. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah I can see that. There's something about a woman giving me coffee yeah. uh, uh, that I feel all right. There is something nice. It's somebody that says, hey, honey, and or something like that yeah, to like, you. Thanks, yeah. darling. Yeah. Here's your coffee. Yeah. All right, all right. You got, uh, it's like, do you have little girlfriends at different little places that you go to? Or you uh, refer to them? No, I don't, actually. I don't have uh, Well, you like I you don't. go to this place because that's a friendly person that works there and you like that kind of thing. Eh, maybe, but... Uh, for the most part, you know, I find that to be a particularly appealing, uh, you know, job for for somebody. Right. If they're female, hand me coffee. I mean, what's how do you argue with that? Not them Starbucks baristas. Oh, please, I'm stuck up. What are you talking oh, about? God, God. so out of place. At all. It's uh, six fifty-seven. <laughs> at least they scream your name out though, and they're ready. Fenty <laughs> black eye for Steve. <laughs> It's Pax and Nagel on Rock 102. Where your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, sorry to have to state the obvious here, but this is how you get things done. Last night, the Denver Nuggets spanked the Miami Heat in Game 5 of the NBA Finals, winning the championship by a final score of 94-89. They didn't let it go to seven games. They never had to come from behind. They never fell into a possible trap of having to come back from a three-game deficit. They simply took the Miami Heat and smacked them around to win the series in just five games. That is how you're supposed to get things done. Last night, the Nuggets won their very first championship in their very first NBA championship series. In their entire 47-year history, the Denver Nuggets haven't won jack squat. Why? Because they haven't been very good. This year, the Nuggets tore Miami apart thanks to the incredible play of Nikola Jokic, who was not only named the Finals MVP, he did it by becoming the first player in history to lead in points, rebounds, and assists in a single NBA postseason. He didn't go in there and get stuffed by the Miami defense. He never twisted an ankle in the very first play of an important game. He never failed to deliver on any level. And that is why the Denver Nuggets are the NBA champions. And certain other teams that shall remain nameless did not. Now I should point out that there are other teams that have gone longer than 47 years without winning an NBA championship. In fact, there are at least 10 teams that have never won in the NBA Finals because some of them have never been to the NBA Finals. And up until just a few short hours ago, Denver had been one of them. And not to state the obvious here, but I think of I can think of at least one team that hasn't won an NBA championship in 15 years. Not to mention any names, of course, because that would be indiscreet. 
But I believe that name rhymes with the Boston Celtics, who, as you know, were poised to play in the NBA Finals, but then did everything in their power to puke all over themselves in the conference championship to let Miami get crushed instead. Oh, well, better them than us, because I can't be sure this would have ended up the very same way without them. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Ego 21-inch self-propelled lawnmower from Rocky's just runs on battery power. No smelly gas. It starts up with a touch of a button. It's quiet, and best of all, it's got the same power as a gas mower. Get the Ego Power Plus mower for $649 at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven and Cream. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today, eventually, after some rain showers in the morning, and then a uh, high of 78. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 77. It is uh, blah, 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 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Mm, you feeling that, Bax? I'm feeling something. You get a little uptown funk? You ever have a little uptown funk? No, I've had it more downtown. Yeah, that's usually where it grows on me, too. Yeah, this story will make you feel something downtown, uh-huh. too. This is that ice cold Michelle Five for that white gold. This was for them good girls, them good girls, straight masterpieces. Tiding, wilding, living out in the city. Got Chuck's song, got Sam Long, got to kick myself so pretty. I don't know the words. I, I don't know the words at all. Damn. Anyhow. Anyway. Uh, this is this is all rumor, by the way. Um, it's not uh, factual information. No, but it's, it's in- interesting enough to share it with you anyway. Yeah, we're, we're reading this off of Instagram. The Springfield MA Sucks uh, Instagram post, which has great videos, by the way. Oh, terrific. You that, remember that lady uh, chasing the guy down in the funeral home parking lot? That mm-hmm. was on there. There was uh, a great picture of, I believe, is the... Uh, one of the major box stores on Boston Road of some lady sleeping in the uh, in the garden center. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a there was a guy fighting with himself in the empty Eastfield Mall parking oh, yeah. lot. Yep, this uh, makes this city great. So apparently, somebody who uh, worked near Bruno Mars may have gotten fired for disturbing. Uh, Mr. Mars. Yeah. Now keep in mind, yeah. he, he was only here for two days. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know he. Saturday was it Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday? Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Well, apparently uh, it caused the ruckus. So anyway, I get this uh, post here, and it's got it starts off with the angry emoji and the swear words coming out of its mouth emoji. Yes, and then the crying emoji, and then it says disgusted. Imagine being at work where your primary job is to make sure the kitchen staff has everything they need to ensure great dining experiences for their patrons, especially because there was a quote celebrity staying there. Uh, Big Y wasn't prepared for the last-minute changes in order and couldn't accommodate the new order. I'll leave that there for a moment. You then return to work where it's typically a good atmosphere to work in, but the tension in the building could be felt from Popeyes on State Street. <laughs> because of said which, quote, is a, which is a good distance, that's by a, the way. That's a pretty good distance. Because of said, quote, celebrity. With everything so hectic, uh, your upline uh, asks you to help housekeeping, which you do without hesitation. Keep in mind, this is shortly after new time. Uh, while vacuuming the floors, you get approached by upper management who informs you that the, quote, celebrity uh, made it clear that no member of the staff is to even look at him. If you see him, you're supposed to put your head down and do whatever you need to do to not look at him. Don't speak to him at all. And it just so happens he was trying to take a nap in his room at the time, but he heard the vacuum, which was a big no-no. 
Keep in mind, it's uh, checkout time for other guests whose rooms will be need to be cleaned, etc. Uh, what came next, I'm disgusted by. Not only did he get f- uh, get her fired for va- he must somebody must have gotten fired for vacuuming near his room, but because Big Y didn't have 200 oysters and 50 pounds of prawn shrimp, he ordered them to throw away over 200 Delmonico steaks, which he previously requested. <laughs> okay. Uh, shake my head. There's going to be a lot of uh, there's a lot of hungry people just blocks away uh, from the venue, along with three to four soup kitchens. All I can say is that this is a moment in shame on Bruno Mars. My heart goes out to the young lady who lost her job. This is not sitting well with me at all. The young lady who lost her job, please inbox me your cash app and Venmo, etc. I'd love to buy you lunch. You know, uh, you should buy her a Delmonico steak. Yeah, there's at least two hundred of them out right. there somewhere. Um, you know, if I were Bruno Mars, you know, I'm a big time celebrity. I mean, I, my, my, for crying out loud, I, I, I did the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, I would, I would have certain things in my uh, contract writer uh, that I would need. Uh, Delmonico steaks uh, would be one of them. Uh, silence uh, at appropriate times would be okay. Like, you know, if, if housekeeping or doing the vacuuming at three o'clock in the morning, I might have more of a problem with that than at noon. Because actually, I'm the one disrupting the flow of progress in the in the hotel. Right. But I would never insist that people not look into my face. No, I that, want people to gaze upon me. Yeah, and, and say, regale me with the uh, with uh, with praise. And and say, don't you wish you were me? <laughs> yes. Don't you wish you could throw away two hundred uh, Delmonico, Delmonico steaks, steaks and some prawns? I would love to know any corroborating information about this whether this is true or whether there's a guy just making yeah. stuff up again it's all rumor and i don't i don't know if any of it is true but i'm uh, yeah but i'm but i'm simple minded and i'm willing to believe anything uh, that's written like this i'm trying to see if i can find one of his concert writers you remember they used to post those on the smoking gun yeah i don't know uh, how come we stopped doing that this says modest tour writer but this is also from 2013 uh, this was from 2016. Yeah, it doesn't say anything. Ain't nothing recent. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't see anything that uh, that says what he demands. Well, there was always, a, we've always heard of those things with the, uh, but usually that was more. Wasn't it so that the people who were running the venue paid attention to what you were doing? Like you had specifically, like uh, I can't remember who it was, but there was like Skittles and M and M's had to be, in, uh, and they all yeah. had to be brown right. M and M's or whatever, whatever the deal was. Wasn't it David Lee Roth? Was it who had the- da- David Lee? Yes, yeah. I, t- I told this story. Right, uh, David Lee Roth. Um, this is you know post Van Halen, so you know he's in his, he's on the uh, the downward spiral spiral of his solo career. Like all the big hits of his solo mm-hmm. career have already happened. The goosey boozy boozy bop. Anyway, he uh, he insists on, and he was coming to, the, to a radio station I was working at. He was going to be in, he was going to be interviewed by a guy whose name was David Lee. Oh no! Kidding. It was David Lee and David Lee Roth. Anyway, uh, that's neither here uh, nor there. But there were requirements for him. One, he needed two bottles of water. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, this is before like water was necessarily right. available in bottles. But he wanted two bottles of uh, of Evian water. Okay. He wanted a, a certain kind of headphone, and I and I was the only one who owned one, so he used my headphones. And then we were all told we were not to approach him, speak to him, yeah. or look at his face. I don't, I don't understand that. 
And so when he arrived, you know, I'm in a hallway. He walks past all of us. None of us say anything to him. He says nothing to any of us. He goes in the studio, does like a five minute long interview, which, you know, he dominates the entire conversation because that's what he does. Yeah. And he leaves. Yeah. He leaves. And we and we're all sitting there like we worked for like hours to accommodate this guy for all of five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. What a waste of time. Well, that usually that usually happens with and I never understood that. You don't want anybody to look at you in the face like you've made money. Yeah. By the fact that people come out to watch you play or perform or whatever, you kind of owe it to somebody to at least acknowledge their existence and say hi to them. And, you know, the the funny part about it is it's only some celebrities that require that. There are other celebrities who they couldn't be more friendly yeah. and wouldn't and want and want to talk to everybody. And like like a, like a good example of this is uh, many years ago, same radio station, Ronnie James Dio shows up remember ronnie james dio yeah, yeah, yeah. dio is in black sabbath and uh, right. rainbow and all that stuff this is a guy that wound up wanting to talk to everybody in the hallway talk to the receptionist yeah. talk to me talk to that guy talk to some salespeople. He's talking to everybody and all he wanted to know is what's your name where do you live and the amazing part about it is the guy had such a remarkable memory memory that he could remember people from other radio stations, yeah. like there was a guy that was working in who had once worked in San Antonio, and he knew his name. Guy hadn't talked, seen him in like five years. Yeah. Knew his name, San Antonio Tim. How are you? Well, we amazing. Did, yeah, wasn't like a like Daryl Hall. We've interviewed probably a dozen times over the last ten years. Yeah, and he doesn't remember ever talking to us no. at all. Well, but it's on the phone, so that you know mm. the the connection yeah. between a phone call and a physical meeting greet are different. Well, I can't go for that. No can do. You see what I just did? I see what you did. Um, but, yeah, I believe that you, listen, you should be able to have your right to privacy. You know, nobody should be beating down your door in the hotel. If that's where you are and that's where you want your little privacy, that's fine. But when you're out and about, I mean, you're 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 a huge uh, music superstar. Yeah. Those people bought your music. Those people supported you. Those people brought you to fame. Yeah. And the least you could do is say, hey, how's it going? You want a shrimp? <laughs> or a prawn? You want a Delmonico and a prawn? Yeah. We're out of We don't have enough oysters to accommodate yeah. you, but we got lots of shrimp and lots of steaks. Yeah. It would be really interesting to find out uh, how true this story is because other things that I've read about Bruno Mars online, he's kind of a jerk in other situations. Yeah. It's not the first time that it's he's been accused of, of being uh, unreasonable. So... I think if you're angry because there's someone in housekeeping vacuuming a room at because noon. at noon, yeah, because check-in time for other guests is at three, and right. you got a whole hotel to clean up, right? Seems to me maybe that problem is you, not the uh, the woman holding the vacuum. I guess so. I would say so. Uh, Uptown Funk are gonna give it to you. It's 722 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 6-1-6-1-5-2-1-1-2 for offer details. It's uh, just about 7.25 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Join Pat Kelly and the Rock 102 Road Crew this Friday from 7 to 9 for Free Music Fridays uh, at the Plaza at MGM. Trailer Trash will be performing on Friday. Stop by the Rock 102 table for your chance to win some great prizes. Uh, Also this week, from 4 to 7, Veterans Incorporated and MGM will have assembled over 30 veteran uh, service providers. They'll be on site to cover health care, housing, employment, and more. 
Uh, might want to check that out. Also, attendees will have the opportunity to speak with MGM Springfield leaders, hear about the company's culture while gaining valuable insight to company uh, and community resources and career pathways open to military veterans at MGM. It's all this Friday, 7 to 9, at the Plaza at MGM with Pat Kelly and Trailer Trash on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, that should be a good night. It sure, yeah, absolutely. I might want to go down there. Trailer trash down in the plaza. Veterans, trailer trash, fun, food trucks, everything. Yeah, I'm. Uh, weather's looking pretty good too. Uh, yeah, and I just be like uh, clear. Low, uh, low smoke in the air uh, probabilities too. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going back to that again. No, I mean l- not a lot of smoke in the air. Oh no no, oh, so not low smoke. No low low chances low. of smoke. Yes, that's what I was gotcha, trying to say. Gotcha, yes. gotcha, gotcha. Well, maybe Bruno Mars will be there. And, uh, I don't think so. Cooking up steaks on the grill. Whatever outside. you do, don't bring a vacuum. I, I I mean, it's not unusual to to think that story is true because you know you've heard about celebrities being jerks and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, every every rumor has some truth to it. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see uh, how many steaks he really ordered. Two hundred steaks in today's economy is a lot of money. It's a lot of steaks. He must have an entourage of people that uh, is eating these steaks. Yeah, but what what kind of entourage is demanding you know the prawn sized shrimp and oysters? See, that's that's where I I, I, I find it to be a little uh, exaggerated. I'm not sure if that's the case or not. Well, clearly he doesn't know anything about Springfield because really, if you if you, if you came right down to it, if you really want to treat your staff right, you grab a couple of pies at Red Rose and everybody's happy. Yeah, and that salad. Oh, so good at salad. So that's, good. That's, oh, uh, so that's, good. Uh, swapped and. Uh, the dressing there, oh, and yeah, the oil so and all that good. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah they don't absolutely. know what they're missing. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he really needs to go to a different place to get his food. It's uh, seven twenty-eight. News is next on Rock one hundred two. Here's your Western Mass news. Seven thirty-one. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get zero percent financing. On select models, his local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. An investigation is underway after hazardous uh, chemicals were poured down the slides at Bliss Park Playground in Longmeadow, injuring at least two children. Ashley Thielen was taking her kids to what seemed like a regular day at Bliss Park on Sunday, but after her kids ran up to her sobbing after playing on the playground, she realized her kids were potentially in danger. Longmeadow police are currently investigating a break-in at the Bliss Park pool building where pool cleaning chemicals muriatic acid was stolen from the chemical storage room. Police said that the chemical was dumped on three nearby slides. Thielen said that her uh, her two children were injured after sliding through the chemical puddle. Yeah, we got there about 8.15 yesterday morning, so we were the first ones there, I think. I let the kids go play. I didn't notice there was liquid to collect at the bottom of the slide. I just assumed it was rainwater. I didn't really think much about it. And then my baby, who was just one, started crying. That's when I knew that this liquid they were around wasn't water. Thielen sent photos of her children to Western Mass News. You can see her child's legs were left swollen and blistered after coming in contact with the chemicals. She uh, told them that the uh, wounds are mostly superficial and her kids are okay, but she thinks the situation could have ended up much worse. These jerks doing something like this. You know, you know we'll talk about this later. Mm-hmm. This, this story has now made national headlines. Because, I mean, you're, you're talking about a, a substance which is potentially fatal Depending on how uh, how you uh, you take it, it's yeah. terrible. It, it is, and uh, but it, to me, it sounds like 
like a bunch of jerky kids broke into a pool room and poured chemicals down the slide. It, Steven and may that, very well be, but if that's even if that's the case, you know, the, they should be prosecuted for this mm. because this is this could have killed somebody. You know, I'm 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 leaning more towards your uh, opinion yesterday. Why aren't there cameras at this place? Why wouldn't you have surveillance well, video in a place that houses expensive things like pool chemicals? You've got a pool, you've got a playground, you've got tennis courts. Plus you've got you know, ball fields there too. But those primarily are the things that you would think should have some sort of surveillance video on it all the time. I remember a couple of years ago, there was a, a, a drowning in a public pool. I think it was like uh, the eastern part of Massachusetts. I, I forgot what town. But you know, there was a body in the, in, the, in the pool, and no one discovered it for like hours. Yeah. And uh, you know, had there been cameras properly placed. You would have been able to see. You would have been able yeah. to see who was in the pool and, and, and what's going on. But that's not what happened. You know, there's, a, there's enough liability in these kinds of playgrounds for each you know, community that you would think, well, it would be worth the expense to put of, putting it, of putting it, those cameras in there. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. Over I don't there. know. Maybe it was just one of these things. You're so complacent with the fact that nobody messes with this place to begin with. I mean, it's not like you're hearing about uh, somebody vandalized the park again. Right. This is just like a, a one-off. You could put like. cameras in that big giant Mr. Potato Head at yeah. that park. Oh, oh, Mr. Potato Head and his buck in his uh, bucket of hydrochloric acid. Well, I, I'm not saying that you know he would be uh, the one. I'm just saying that might be a good place to put cameras in there. So. You know, the, the place is under surveillance 24 hours a day. How do you get a hazmat suit on Mr. Potato Head? It ain't easy. It ain't easy. Well, is, he, uh, is he? What's what's the UN number of the uh, of the uh, chemical that he's? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, all the way over in East Hampton. Yeah. East Hampton School Committee has selected a candidate to offer the interim superintendent position. Two after a week's long search. Wow, a full not, week. Not How exhausting. A, not a week. Is it? Are they saying weeks long search or a week's long search? Or is it just a week search? I think, I think it means weeks. The uh, committee met Monday night to discuss the pros and cons of each candidate. Uh, you may recall the district originally offered a permanent superintendent position to Dr. Vito Perone, which they later rescinded after his controversial use of the word ladies in an email. The uh, committee also offered the position to a second candidate who later withdrew herself from the running going, yeah, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, it was shortly after that the committee decided to pursue a one-year interim superintendent instead because they couldn't really do it the right way the first time. And they thought if they had a year between what's happened and the time they'd have to make a decision that people would have forgotten uh, what just happened. Members voted unanimously to pass a motion to offer former Worcester Superintendent Maureen B. Binienda the, uh, B. Binienda the position. The uh, group then entered into executive session to discuss the details about the offer, which we'll never hear the minutes of. No, of course not. No. School Committee uh, Chair Cynthia Kwasinski added that they hope to have good news for the community by their meeting on Tuesday. Yeah, you night. did when you yeah, gave the job did. to... to, yeah. to <laughs> that was the best <laughs> news, and everybody was excited that you did it. And then you're like, wah, wah, party pooper. <laughs> She's Debbie Downer. She is. Yeah. Feline AIDS is you the know, number one killer of cats. <laughs> wah, wah. 
You know, they never caught that guy with the anthrax. <laughs> it's official. I can no longer have uh, babies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> An update has been provided in connection to the Holyoke City Councilor Wilmer Puelo Mota. 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 Second base. Uh, who is currently Mota. facing child pornography charges. The case is now being passed to state trial after Puelo Mota rejected the state's plea deal of five years in prison with a mandatory two years to serve. The case is scheduled for a trial uh, calendar uh, call on July 25th. Puelo Mota was charged in September of 2020 with knowingly possessing images and videos of a 17-year-old on his computer. That's going to be an interesting thing now. You're going to take this to trial and mm. uh, see how this works out for you. Good luck. Usually when they offer you a plea deal, I mean, that sounds like five years in prison sounds like a long time with only two years to serve. Uh-huh. Ye- yeah, but you do realize that. this yeah. guy has made a string of lifelong uh, mistakes in his life. Well, he's like that. Uh, it sounds like he's... Not exactly like that at all, but the, the type of uh, controversy he's stirring up is like that congressman who lied about everything. Oh, yeah. You Santos. Know? Oh, I'm going to fight. I'm going to keep fighting this. I'm like, wow. dude, we, we all see your hand. Like, <laughs> what do you got? We, we all you know you cr- got your fingers crossed behind your back. I, mean, I, I, I give him credit for uh, for at least trying. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving this guy credit for anything. He's just uh, another guy loaded with very bad ideas. Uh, fog seal. You know what fog seal is? I do not. I don't know what it is either, but it's going to be applied on Mill Street in Agawam. Mill Street in Agawam would be closed today due to fog seal being applied. According to the town of Agawam, the Agawam Department of Public Works will apply fog seal to Mill Street from Suffield Street to Windermere Drive. The road will be closed during the day today. No traffic will be allowed on Mill Street until the fog seal has been absorbed into the pavement. What it? What is it like? Is it like the stuff they put down on your driveway? I honestly don't know uh, anything about fog seal. To uh, be honest, if you travel over fog seal that is not dry, a black oily residue will be on the undercarriage of the sides of your vehicle. I don't want that. Do you ever have a uh, oily residue on the undercarriage? I've had some. Uh, I've had a filthy undercarriage from time to time. The uh, construction might cause delays in traffic or detours. The construction dates are scheduled to change due to weather or emergency work. Residents will be able to access their driveways during the construction. I don't know what fog seal is. Well, it is a uh, pavement interactive uh, thing that you put on uh, on oh. a blacktop, and if uh, the internet, okay, so. It's a light application of a diluted, slow-setting asphalt emulsion on the surface of an aged, oxidized payment service. Fog right. seals are low-cost and restore flexibility to an existing HMA payment service. Right. What more can I possibly I've, tell you? I see the truck now. It's a, one of those tanker trucks that has the, one of those spreaders on the back like uh, you'd see in a farm field. Yes. But it spreads the oily sheen over mm. the road. Yeah, it rejuvenates the surface. Oh, and because uh, you you want the uh, you want that in Agawam badly. It's, it's like the Maybelline of oil products. That's for, correct for a road. Yeah, makes you look fabulous, rejuvenates you. Look, makes your road looks ten years yeah. younger. It's uh, it's asphalt Botox. Yeah, covering up your potholes. That's right. No more potholes. How's your potholes? I don't know. They used to they, they, at the at the railroad uh, yard that I worked in. They didn't. It, the yard wasn't paved. 
So it was just nothing but dirt and dust and mm. God knows whatever else you were breathing in down there from all the chemicals spilled and whatnot. Right. So they used to hire this company called Syntec to come out and put down something similar to this. And it would just have this oily smell, but it would keep the dust from flying up in the air. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. You're, you're stopping a hazardous material flying through the air by laying down another hazardous material on the ground. That's chemistry for you. I guess so. That's it. I guess I'm in the wrong business. I, you, I couldn't no have figured that out myself. No question. Um, but but it just seems, it does seem kind of weird that they would put another hazardous material down after you've... Well, you, you, you know, I, I don't know if, if, the, if uh, chemically this is the same... In this situation, but you do know that sometimes when you combine two chemicals, yeah. two dangerous chemicals together, it creates a non-dangerous uh, emulsion or uh, yeah. solution. Well, I'm sure it does, but it's still hazardous to your health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, it's not nearly as dangerous as if you took the two components individually. I, 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 I understand. I, I, I remember that from chemistry class in high school. Like a, a teacher took two things that were very dangerous. She mixed them together and in, in, into a beaker, and then she drank it. She drank uh, it? She drank it. What was it? I didn't even know. I wasn't paying attention to it. I paid attention when she drank it. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to what those things were, because I don't know if you know this. I didn't do very well in school. You didn't? Not uh, when it came to things like chemistry or math. Yeah, well, I would have thought you were uh, top of your class from spending all that time at a at a... Ivy League College. It, it's it, Marquette is not well, Ivy what, League. What would you call that? I would call it a mid-level university. Mid-level university. A mid-level overpriced university. With uh, supported by the Catholics. The Jesuits. The Jesuits. They've been bounced out of the Catholic Church more than once. Hey, what would happen if a nine one one call center got a call that said this call is coming from inside the building? A man in Pennsylvania was arrested on Sunday after breaking through the gate of the 911 call center in Luzerne County. It happened about 5 a.m. The place briefly went on lockdown, and the police were called, presumably by someone at the 911 center. <laughs> when they got there, they caught Uriah Thomas, and they charged him with criminal mischief and interruption or impairment of public communication. It's unclear why he broke into the call center, but before crashing through the gate, he said, I am the one, into the intercom. He also crashed into a concrete barrier by the front door. Later, he shared more of his beliefs with the police, like how we are not real. Hmm. And not real happy. I guess they're not real happy. Oh, that okay. He crashed yeah, through right. the gate. Uh, take the time to do all this. You must be on some really good drugs. If you're yelling or, things. Yeah, or you're just bored. Boredom could create this too. You ever you have you ever been so bored that you felt like taking your uh, your car and driving it through the gate of a nine one one call center? More than once, Steve. Not ashamed to say it. By the way, when is that Westcom thing going to open up on uh, the old Gold Club in Chicopee? It's a good question. Be, yeah, I can't wait to you know to hear about. They must have. Well, they never. It was never really a strip club, right? They were ready to go, ready to open. The town squashed it, and then it became a college that nobody ever went to. Salter College. Salter College. Salty College. Yes. Yeah. And now uh, that college and the degrees that were obtained by virtually nobody are probably useless. What are you talking about? Uh, didn't they? Uh, didn't like the whole Salter College 
class uh, I don't uh, what I, are they doing now where are they now yeah I, I think if you if you were an employer and you had a choice between three potential candidates someone who went to Harvard someone who went to Princeton and someone who went to Salter College well uh, the very good possibility the guy from Salter College is not getting that job the reunion will be Saturday at three at Golden Corral <laughs> You the could one have, guy shows up. Dude, you could have yeah. you could have that reunion at a photo mat. You could. Your Pioneer Valley forecast, uh, showers this morning, then sunny this afternoon with a high of 78. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 77. It is 67 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Some things are just made. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 752 in Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. I uh, could see some rain showers throughout the Pioneer Valley this morning and then clearing with a high of 78 tomorrow, rainy with a high of 77. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Baxley's musical podcast this week uh, brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. You can find them online at ZNMHomes.com. My guest is uh, Larry Meislevic. He's the, uh, the drummer for uh, a band called Skayfish. We're a really uh, influential uh, band out of Chicago from the, uh, the late 70s. He also played with Iggy Pop, and the guy's got a ton of really great stories to tell about uh, about that and, and many other things. Also served as a 32-year veteran of uh, the police force in northern Indiana. It's a pretty interesting guy, and you can check that out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on rock102.com. Are you ready? I am. All right. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. (laughs) Well, of course, the Celtics were out of the NBA champions, but uh, the Denver Nuggets are now the new NBA champions. Uh, and usually, uh, after a championship like this, people overturn cars and set fires. Uh, right. Actually, nine people were shot last night after the uh, Denver Nuggets uh, championship <laughs> okay, game. Congratulations for Congratulations. upping up the celebratory uh, gunfire. 47 years in the making. Congratulations. We were all waiting for that one, weren't we? <sighs> uh, an Arkansas woman looking to raise money for to repair her roof. Roof or roof? Roof. Unless you're Dave Miner. I think it's roof. They might have say whatever he wants. <laughs> Tongue-in-cheek uh, strip show uh, pictures taken on top of her house to get attention and funds. Here's Tara Michelin talking about uh, going viral by posting her sultry rooftop pics on social media. So a couple of months ago, I noticed my roof was leaking, and I went and got an estimate to get it repaired. Turns out it was in pretty bad shape, and the whole thing needs to be replaced. So the estimate was about $10,000. I figured... Might as well laugh rather than cry. I climbed up on my roof, did a little photo shoot, just took a few selfies, and posted it in a Facebook group. To my surprise, I actually went viral. Oh, oh went viral. There you uh, go. Oh, look at me. I'm uh, I'm taking pictures of myself nearly half naked. Yeah, any, anything for a discount. Uh, I actually I wouldn't. I would buy a roof like that. <laughs> If there were a lady up oh, on top, sultry rooftop pics. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Things you could do with that <laughs> nail gun, don't you think? 
the Gun Violence Prevention Center of Utah and a church teamed up to collect unwanted firearms and turn them into gardening tools. Here's Julie Peck Dabbling. That's a weird name. No kidding. A member of the Christ United Methodist Church and Terry Gilfin, uh, board chair of the Gun Violence Prevention Center in Utah, talking about the program. It's a great alternative to selling them for people that just don't want their guns to possibly be out on the street. It's a way to make sure that we are forging peace in society and we see that this is a means of preventing gun violence. Well, there you go. You can turn the gun into a, a hoe yeah. or a spade. Well, I mean, you know, uh, then all of a sudden you can have all this drive-by gardening. That's what I'm saying. You know, all of a sudden your tulips are all laying dead in the in the in the, in the flower bed. Oh my God, what happened? I use one of them uh, gardening tools. Give me your wallet, or I'm gonna weed your flower boxes. Uh, is that a euphemism for something? Not really. Oh. Uh, 16-year-old uh, known as uh, Mythical Rocket. I guess that's his name, has okay. broken the record for the fastest typing in the world when he hit 300 words per minute. Here he is talking about the record and then breaking it. I am excited to announce that I finally hit 300 words per minute on 15 seconds. I've been trying for this for ages. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Ugh. All right, do we know if he's spelling everything correctly? I have no idea. Because anyone what can he's doing. Yeah, anyone I know. Can I, 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 I could, oh, shoot! <laughs> I could do that. I could make that sound. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, 300 words a minute. Yeah, it's, right nothing, it's nothing but garbage. I, I think he actually can type 300 words a minute. Can you also write me an essay about how you <laughs> won't get laid for at least another 10 years? <laughs> what's, what's your hook? Yeah. I can type 300 words a minute. Okay. Nice job. All right. Swipe left. And I'll uh, I'll end it with this gem. A Philadelphia man was interviewed about the highway that collapsed on Sunday, and the clip has gone viral because of his accent, which is very Philly. Dude, so I was passed out, and I woke up to nothing but text messages, phone calls. I had no idea what was going on. And I got dressed. I came out. I looked down, and I smell like a smoky smell. And I'm like, damn, dude, so... It's crazy. Everybody's like, yo, where's this at? Like, nobody had, like, a direct, like, location. So I was like, look out my window. I see a bunch of cops. I'm like, bro, that's right by my apartment. So so when did you figure out and realize that the freeway collapsed? Oh, uh, dude, I was passed out when that happened. Oh, man. Yeah, I was, like, bugging out big time. I had, like, 300 milligrams of the edibles that night. I was driving <laughs> on a bag of fire engine Cheetos, and I'm like, wow, where's that smoke coming from, dude? <laughs> You got to get some black pepper to come down off this high, man, because I need to go out there and see what is going on in the world. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't true, it would be a hell of a lot more funny. Yeah. There ain't enough bong water in the city to put that fire out, man. Imagine a whole highway collapsing I know. because of this whole thing. And you sleep right through it. Well, well, he he at least woke up to find out the news, bro. Something stinks, yo. Whoa. That doesn't smell like my bong. <laughs> which, uh, is, which is the one thing I can smell in my apartment all day long. It is uh, 7.58, and that is Now Hear This with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Your grilling headquarters. Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, for my money, there's nothing more thrilling than a vengeful act of spite. You kidding me? Spite's got a bad rap, but in the moment, 
There is nothing more inherently satisfying than expressing yourself through a thinly veiled act of harmless aggression. Of course, that sort of thirst for vengeance can blow up in your face, too, when the object of your revenge fails to get the hint because they've moved on with their lives. But nevertheless, it's the thrill of the hunt that's the most exhilarating part, even when your best laid plans become an underwhelming failure. Case in point, look at the Oakland A's baseball franchise. Many of you may know the A's currently have the worst attendance in all of Major League Baseball. On any given home game, you can expect as many as 8,555 people in the stands. That means there are typically 38,292 empty seats every single night. This has prompted team ownership, of course, to consider moving the franchise to Las Vegas, where they're hoping to build an exciting $1.5 billion stadium. Now, if you're one of the last remaining 8,500 fans, then this is clearly bad news. So in an effort to show the team how disgusted you are, fans are now calling for what is being referred to as a reverse boycott of the team. Now, what does that mean exactly? It means it's a full-blown effort to tell the team to go screw themselves by buying as many tickets as possible for Tuesday's game against Tampa. Well, that'll, that'll certainly show them. I'm sure that sort of shrewd thinking will get them thinking twice about moving to Vegas. On top of that, the first 7,000 fans at the Coliseum will receive a free T-shirt, which will read the word, Sell. Oh, man. These owners are sure going to learn their lesson when they ship the entire franchise 558 miles away. Listen, I understand the need to express your bitterness and hostility, but the but the the way you've made your case uh, would have uh, would should have been started a long time by buying tickets this entire time, not by buying tickets now. You really want to make a point? How about having those last 8,500 people stay home instead? Now that would be a satisfying protest. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Two Weber grills on sale at Rocky's. The Weber Genesis for $8.99 and the Weber Spirit for $5.69. Either Weber, you get free propane, assembly, and delivery. All the grills, all the grilling gear, free fuel, assembly, and delivery. Your grilling destination is at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Sp- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 813 in Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be rainy this morning and then uh, clearing with this afternoon with the sunny skies at a high of 78. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 77. 67 right now in downtown Springfield. So um, all around the country, the story about Longmeadow and bro, Bliss Park. Bro. What? Oh, Hey, it's uh, every I day. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know how this happens. It's just like uh, you've know, been doing it for what six and a half weeks, and yeah. here I am, still forgetting to give you the keyword to cash. Today's keyword, Steve, is the word score. score. That's score. S C O R E, as in I would like to score a thousand dollars. You go to the keyword to cash contest page on rock102.com. Enter score for your chance to win a thousand bucks. You got until midnight tonight to enter. Uh, a thousand bucks could be yours. Score is the name of the word. S C O R E. Good luck from Rock One Hundred Two Springfield's Classic Rock. All right, now that we got that out of the way, uh, we've we, we've had some national attention in the last couple of years for Western Massachusetts, whether it be uh, uh, promiscuous superintendents, uh-huh. uh, superintendents, superintendents calling ladies, ladies, <laughs> and, and now acid on sl- uh, playground slides. Uh, for those who don't uh, know the story, Bliss Park in Longmeadow had uh, a little bit of a hazmat situation when somebody, and I don't know how they, why they thought this was a great idea, 
broke into the uh, the pool facility and uh, grabbed themselves a bucket load of muriatic acid, which uh, if you know anything about that stuff, it's bad. And they decided that uh, it would be hilarious to pour it on all the playground equipment where youngsters can uh, can slide right into puddles of uh, hot boiling acid and burn themselves. Yes. Uh, this all started transpiring Sunday at about 9.40 a.m., uh, Authorities got a call for a suspicious substance found on the slides at Bliss Park Playground. At the same time, the EMS responded to a report of two children suffering burn-like injuries after leaving the park. Mm-hmm. Firefighters determined the material on the slides was acidic in nature. And as you just said, it was pool chemicals from the uh, the shed uh, that they had there for the, for the pool there. You really do got to be a certain kind of jerk heartless mm-hmm. jerk to do something like this well you know i decided to uh, to do a little bit of a, a deep dive into muriatic acid just to find out well what would happen if i were like uh, say sliding into it uh, a big puddle of it yeah uh muriatic acid more commonly referred to as hydrochloric acid is a poisonous and highly corrosive hydrogen chloride solution widely used in industrial settings like producing chlorides dyes fertilizers electroplating metal cleaning and the textile rubber and photographic industries uh, harmful effects are experienced through several routes of exposure to muriatic acid, including inhalation, ing- ingestion, skin, or eye contact. In fact, ingesting or inhaling muriatic acid can be fatal. Somebody could have died as a result of this hilarious gag that you decided to pull off at Bliss Park in Longmeadow. Well, you know, the more details I'm finding out about this story, and I just read this. This is from USA Today. Yeah. For some reason, we didn't have this information locally. Perpetrators broke into a room through the ventilation shaft. Did you hear that part? Uh, yeah, but not on any local uh, yeah. source. They climbed. Uh, the fire department said the perpetrators climbed two fences and used a vent- ventilation shaft to break into a room in the basement of a pool building where the chemicals were stored to operate the pool. The pool chemicals had been properly secured in the area, the fire department said. Uh, Officials said they suspect the perpetrators may have suffered acid burns to their own hands or arms, and their clothing may have indications of being degraded from contact with acid. Uh, Longmeadow uh, officials hired a contractor to clean the playground, and the status of the playground will be determined after it's cleaned. So I asked this yesterday, Mm -hmm. and I still have these questions. If there are not cameras all over the the, the playground equipment and the pool and the tennis courts at Bliss Park, and I've spent, you know, my share of uh, time in that park with my kids and everything. They've been on all that equipment, all the slides, everything that's that's Mm -hmm. over there. If there's not camera equipment there, why isn't there? Yeah. And why why does it – and and why – do they not have this stuff on video? And if they and if they do, I'd kind of like to see this, you know, you, what they got. Because the idea that someone's going to actively go into uh, a supply, you know, actually break into a supply closet to steal acid, and then to pour it on playground equipment where young children are going to be playing with it the following day, yeah. I would like to know what kind of people are we talking about here? Because to me, this could have killed somebody, seriously disfigured them yeah you know they could have they you know, there's all kinds of tragic things that might have I mean, happened these kids uh that i mean they they suffered bur- the one kid suffered burn to her legs uh like on her uh, on her bottom yep uh but let's just say the kid took her hand and put it in her eye 
to wipe her eye afterwards. You're thinking it's just water. Because hydrochloric acid, you ever see it? Yeah. It looks like water. It looks exactly like water. It's, it's, it's for the most part, yeah. colorless. Right. Odorless, colorless, tasteless. Oh, I'm sure it actually has a little bite to it. Yeah, I'm sure you yeah. would not. Uh, you would not want to ingest but, it. But, uh, but, but, yeah, you got to be a real kind of jerk to want to do this to somebody. And you know, if you're a parent and your kid is, uh, you're there to to play. Yeah. You know, you've taken your but kids it, to a you've taken your kids to a park. I mean, you, you always worry about is my kid going to fall off the jungle gym? If he's going to, you know, fall off a slide, get injured on a on a uh, on a swing set. Yeah, those are normal fears. You're not going to a park thinking that some jackass has poured a bunch of hydrochloric acid all over the place. Well, it almost seems like, you know, I, I was leaning towards the uh, hoodlum teenager, you know, uh, placing some hijinks. But now you're talking, you know, the more details that come out about this, you're, that's a pretty elaborate break-in. That's usually not a kid break-in, jumping over two fences and going down through a ventilation shaft to get into a building. Yeah, I would imagine a, like a... a Hoodlum teenager would just break the door, break a window, and get in there and and do it that way. But now it, it seems like it might be a little bit more uh, sophisticated than what we're Ma- thinking about. Maybe more sophisticated, and, and and but but not without a certain level of of evil involved in it. Menace, menacing evil, menacing evil. I mean, because think of, I mean, think about what you're doing here. Is is, is there nothing in your head that w- that could say? Hey, maybe I shouldn't do this because someone could get severely hurt with this. Maybe well, I shouldn't be uh, screwing around with this stuff. Well, anybody who's got the uh, the guts to break into a pool center in Longmeadow to begin with is crazy. You know? Well, yes. You're nuts. But you know, but those same kind of chemicals exist at every pool in the area. Mm-hmm. Every pu- every public pool, every public pool. A lot of times in every private pool, yeah. you have those kind of chemicals. And now you're going to be having, like, everybody freaking out when they go to the playground now. Yeah, which is What's a shame on- because, you know, Bliss Park is a nice park. Because for the most part, you know, this mother thought, uh, just like anybody else would, well, that was rainwater at the bottom of the slide. It happens. It happens. Actually, right. that was probably the funnest part of being a kid. Jumping in the puddle. Jumping into that puddle at the end of the slide. Or, you know, dragging your feet against the puddle when you're on the swing. Yeah. And then, you know, kicking, you know, you know dirty water into someone's face. That's the kind of stuff that kids enjoy. Well, Burning flesh is not among them. Something is amiss in Longmeadow. Yeah. I, I, and we're I going to find out it. the details. I hope so, because this is uh, this is ridiculous. I'm sure they'll, they'll catch somebody within the next week or so. Well, I, you know, I hope yeah. I hope they do. Because uh, this is not something that uh, someone should be getting away with. Because if it is a kid, you know they can't keep their mouths shut. They're going to tell somebody, you're like, guess what we did over at Bliss Park? Yo, dude. We poured acid on the slides. We ruined that park. Oh, my God. It's uh, 822. 835 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Aquatique Pools. Keep your pool sparkling all summer long with free water testing, 730 Union Street in West Springfield. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. I just uh, you're very welcome, Steve. Always happy to help. I'm really getting frustrated with this internet here. Um, what what, <clears throat> is, what what's the what's the deal? Have we heard anything from the uh, the IT department? No. That guy. No. <laughs> the one guy that works in the uh, in the IT department here. He's he's got other fish to fry. Like what? Haddock and uh, no, no fish. He's or? he's fixing stuff. He's doing stuff. Yeah. He's got all kinds of other projects. You know, you, you, you listen. 
Your slow internet is none of his concern. Uh, an update has been provided in connection to Holyoke City Councilor Wilma Puelo Mota, who is currently facing child pornography charges. The case is now being uh, passed to state trial after Wilma Puelo Mota rejected the state's plea deal of five years in prison with a mandatory two years to serve. The case is scheduled for a trial uh, calendar call on July 25th. Wilma was charged in September of 2020 with knowingly possessing images and videos of a 17-year-old on his computer. <sighs> well, if you're not going to take the plea deal, uh, we're going to take you right to trial. Yeah, well, I think he's probably going to regret uh, not taking the plea deal because I think he is going to have a big problem in court. Yeah, I would. Uh, if they're offering you five years with, with just having to serve two years, that might uh, be a better option than what's coming for you. Uh, when you go, you know? Yeah, I, I know that, uh, like, when you've been caught red-handed with that stuff, courtrooms are and judges are not real forgiving. No, they, they look down upon They really, that, truly right? do. Uh, a 19-year-old Holyoke man has been arraigned on charges in connection with an alleged drunk driving crash that destroyed more than a dozen headstones in St. Mary's Cemetery in Northampton back in April. Matthew James DeLude pled, uh, not, pled not guilty to several charges, including OUI and speeding, on April 8th at around 1.42 a.m., Northampton police were on patrol in the area of St. Mary's Cemetery located on Bridge Road and saw a gray Infinity sedan with heavy front-end damage. Officers spoke with the driver, who allegedly showed signs of impairment, and it was arrested for OUI liquor. During the investigation, it was revealed that the vehicle was going westbound on Bridge Road, and the driver allegedly left the travel lane and crashed into the cemetery, striking and damaging 15 to 20 headstones. DeLude told the police that he saw three cars coming at him, uh, one of which was traveling in the wrong direction mm. in his lane of travel, causing him to run off the road and into the cemetery. There might not even have been a car there. Perhaps not, depending on how much liquor he had. So, I mean, in in real uh, in real terms, I mean, this uh, this accident uh, could have been helped. I get high and ride my Peloton in the dark, so then when somebody flips on the <laughs> lights, it looks like a car is coming at me on the road. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> But spice. at least you're being safe that yeah, you way. Just, you spice it up a little bit. Yeah, you don't have to worry. You're not worried. You're not putting anybody else in danger no. except yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and who can argue with that? According to a police report, officers saw a gray Chevy Trailblazer nearby, which belonged to William DeLude, the father of Matthew. He said his son had called him at 1230 a.m. crying and upset, saying he had crashed his car into the cemetery. Mr. DeLude said he had uh, connected a tow strap from the Trailblazer to the Infinity and attempted to drag the car from the cemetery. He did not give a reason for not calling emergency services and said that he was going to call a tow truck. You know what? As wrong as it might be, yeah, he's trying to help his kid out. <laughs> yes, he's the father him. of the year. You're absolutely right. Listen, listen, let's... Uh, Let's see how much we can clean up of this before anybody gets it. It's kind of like you're, that. Uh, that was that um, pawpaw down in. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Down in uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. There. Yeah. What was the? Well, no, I, I don't remember. remember the story now. Yeah, it, but the the kid would. He was basically one of these rich kids who would do all kinds of crazy stuff, getting car accidents and whatnot. Lamertas. Yeah. Lamertas, and yeah. then all of a sudden. 
uh, grandpa's here with uh, with a with a with a wrecker, like you know, cleaning everything up. <laughs> All right, but, oh, but that family had a long history, like a hundred years of history of yeah, of, but, of of shady behavior. But but I'm what I'm trying to say is like this is kind of like the low level version of that. All right, let's try try to get you out. What? Somebody's gonna see me doing this. I guess we're not gonna get away with it today. Womp womp womp. Uh, the owner and distributor of a Greenfield Ice Cream Company has been ordered to return funds to investors and fine for violating Massachusetts laws, according to the Secretary of the Commonwealth, Bill Galvin. In a news release sent from Galvin's office, uh, Snow's Acquisition LLC, the proprietor of Bart's and Snow's Ice Cream Company, is ordered to return $60,000 to investors who were sold unregistered percentage interest in the financially distressed company by its founder and manager, Thomas Schmidt. In addition, the uh, company is ordered to pay an administrative fine of $50,000 for the uh, hmm. violation of state laws. He's in some deep Schmidt. Their, uh, their website has a, uh, a way to contact them where it says, uh, Bart's Ice Cream, we want to hear from you. Please send us suggestions, feedback, or love notes. Who's that dip Schmidt you got running the company? Dear Bart's Ice Cream, I want my money back. Uh, Schmidt created Snows in 2016, and according to the consent order, he sold $225,000 in percentage interest to in, in businesses uh, to in the business to individuals he identified as family and friends. The secretary of the Commonwealth Office says Schmidt was not licensed to sell securities in Massachusetts, nor were any other percentage interest to mm. register with securities division. See, when you when you do that, you gotta have all those financial backing. Yeah, uh, yeah, those things in place yeah i mean if you're looking for investors you got to be able to have the infrastructure to you know do the things yeah. investors want like uh, you know dividends and other kinds of things but you know, th does this mean there'll be an interruption in the production of bart's delicious ice cream i don't know which it is i don't know it just says bart's ice cream previously known as snow's nice cream is sold at the company's scoop shop in greenfield in more than 400 locations throughout new england and grocery stores, including uh, Stop and Shop, Big Y, Whole Foods, and others. <sighs> I strongly encourage anyone considering an investment to contact my securities division and check on its legitimacy, mm. even if the person selling the investment is someone they know personally. That was according to Galvin. Unfortunately, due to the financial situation of this business, these investors will only be able to recoup uh, only a portion of the money they invested. So... That's too bad, man. Because I uh, had I known that they were offering shares of stock, I might have. Uh, ice cream. I'm going to put some money in. Ice cream, you scream. We all scream at Mr. Schmidt for being a jerk. <laughs> you lying sack of Schmidt. I've been ruined <laughs> yeah. by Bart's ice cream. A uh, portion of I-95 in Pennsylvania will likely remain closed for months following a fiery tanker truck crash on Sunday that led to a partial collapse of the highway. The accident involving a tanker truck which carrying 8,500 gallons of gasoline led to a fire and collapse of the northbound section of the highway in northeast Philly. Uh, 22 News spoke with a truck driver fueling up in Chicopee who shared his concerns over the crash. Well, as far as a tanker is concerned and has, Matt, we're dealing with crowded roads that are poorly maintained. Obviously, a whole intersection coming down. I don't know if that was just because of the truck they needed maintenance, but I know the maintenance in Japan, they can fix the road in no time. In this country, it's like two seasons. Winter road repair, summer road repair, spring road repair. Bullshit, isn't it? 
Yeah, it really is. Now, it? I didn't watch the video, so I'm not sure if he uh, talked like uh, Breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Uh, yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Come on, Flagtown. Yeah, big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. <laughs> oh, a convoy. I like this. It's it's hard not to love C.W. McCall, especially when you're talking about a potentially tragic disaster like what happened on I-95. You really consider these people singers? C.W. McCall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it a singer or more of a spoken word album? Well, I mean, you know, he not, he's, he's crooning a, a pretty pretty warm song there. I, I, I think, yeah, he's a singer as far as I'm concerned. Uh, while there are safety federal regulations regarding the operation of tanker trucks, things like their design and maintenance can heighten those risks on the road. In this case, the truck driver lost control, hit the wall on an exit ramp, and with trucks large as those, that's all it takes to wreak major havoc on a highway. Whew. Highway death trap. Yeah, especially when half of it's collapsed. Breaking one now, we got a big blazer over here in the group of dope. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We're gonna get this Coors beer from one end of the country to the other. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Eastbound and down, the Pioneer Valley forecast today gonna be uh, rainy this morning and then sunny this afternoon with a high of 78. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 77. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Steve Nagel, that's the new drug with New York. it takes. He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We got it. Ooh, that's one sweet sound. He's... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.52 and Pat Benatar with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be a little rainy throughout the area this morning. Then the sun comes out with a high of 78 today. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 77. 67 right now in downtown Springfield. What's uh What's the extended forecast for, say, like next Wednesday? Next Wednesday? Yeah, the 21st. Well, let's see if we can uh, if we can pull up that 10-day. Uh, that uh, next Wednesday... Uh, look, uh, it doesn't look too good. Yeah, it's a, but it's a week away, right? Yeah, you so can't A lot tell. can happen. Yeah. Uh, All right. Listen, don't listen to Brian Lapis. I don't listen to Brian Lapis regardless of what he's talking about. Anyway, the Big Bonk and Smoke is back on Wednesday the 21st at the Log Cabin. Tickets are on sale now. It's a rain or shine event, by the way. They yeah, set I they mean, set it up just perfectly, they, even when it rains. They got these big giant tents under there. They're mm-hmm. going to stay dry, and they got the indoor, uh, you know, giant you know, corral in there. They got the pro, they got the propane heaters in case it gets a little bit uh, chilly out there. You know, got nothing to worry you know about. What? You're gonna be fine. Your admission includes a few cigars from the cigar room too in Agawam. You get a T-shirt from GG Inks Custom Printing, and the food is an absolute knockout. Hors d'oeuvres, dinner, dessert. I tend to go for seconds. Details and tickets available at Rock102.com. They can also be purchased in person. At the Cigar Room 2 in Agawam, cigar smoking is not a safe alternative to cigarettes. you got to be over 21 with a positive ID tenter. 
always a great time at the Big Monk and Smoke, June 21st, next Wednesday at the Log Cabin, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Oh, there you go. Yes. Actually looking forward to it. I, I, that It's a very sophisticated event, and I'm a very sophisticated guy, just like you are, and I think- uh, you I'm know, not it's a, sophisticated at all. You're reasonably sophisticated reasonably by whose standards well i mean you know I, i'm i'm setting the bar low but you've seen some of the people that come to our events based you know based upon the comparison and contrast you're you're a few notches up off the on the food chain i uh i smoke a lot of pot and i drive a minivan i don't know what uh what else you want very but very sophisticated yeah. yeah sophisticated yeah yeah right right you like you smoke your weed with your pinkies up yes <laughs> Out of the soda can that I put a hole into because <laughs> my glass bong broke. See what I'm yeah, saying? See? Very sophisticated. The dog knocked it over. Yeah, that can yeah. happen. Sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it's going to be a good time uh, a week from tomorrow. So hope you uh, can join us at the Big Bonk and Smoke. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, I would love to join you at the Big Bonk and Smoke. You know what uh, I'm looking forward to, go to going this weekend? What? I'm going to go to that Billy Joel Elton John uh, tribute show. Oh, in Westfield. Westfield River Brew. Yes. That should be fun. You'll know all the songs. I do, because we play them all here. That's right. You know, uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what that what what that presents itself as. You know what you Who should do? two people are doing it. You know what you should do? Yeah. And 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 uh, crowds love this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, while they're singing, whether, whether it's the Billy Joel or the Elton John songs, whatever you do, Try to sing as loud as you can along with the band. People around you love that kind of stuff. Do they really? They do. They do. They all. They'll all be looking at you. They'll all be talking about you. You'll really make a real impression. I'll be on a TikTok video. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Be perfect for you. Yeah, you could go viral. Hey, I'm looking fun to causing havoc and. It's not havoc, Steve. It's a. Uh, it's audience participation. Who wouldn't that. love that? I can't stand people who do that. <laughs> I think you should do it. The other people that bother me at a show are the ones that are constantly recording everything. Yes. Are you are you not enjoying the moment? You know what I find to be somewhat aggravating is if uh, is depending on how the seating is. You know, there are some people that will want to dance during a show. Yeah. Without any regard to the people who are behind them. Like oftentimes yeah. you'll be like at a show and people start dancing like morons. And they're blocking your view of all the action on the stage? Yeah. I don't care for that kind of thing. Told you. I took the kids to the Ed Sheeran concert back in 2018. Right. And and these three college girls, age girls, were sitting in front of us, mm-hmm. all on their phones. One of them was FaceTiming another person so she could see the show, too. Yeah. Well, It's um, like you're not enjoying the moment of the actual show yeah, that you're, you're, you're watching. You're, you're, you're videotaping. You're more distracted by the... Filming of it, yeah, and you're also testing the limits of my uh, of my data plan. Yeah, right. Think about that. Well, there isn't there free Wi-Fi at Gillette. I don't know if there. <laughs> I is. don't know if there is or not. <laughs> Probably not. But yeah, people do, people don't enjoy a show. Huh? Just sit there and enjoy the show. Don't have to record the whole thing. I, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, it was a Father's Day gift. We went to go see uh, Brian Wilson at uh, at Tanglewood. Yeah, and we had we had seats under the pavilion, and there was like uh, some old ladies that were like dancing. Well, you know, it's it, it's not like it's like it's stadium seating where you know everything is kind of going up and you're looking down towards the stage. It's like everyone's kind of at the same level, and these two old ladies were dancing. I couldn't see what was going on on stage. Now, granted, it's it's Brian Wilson. It's not like he was putting on a big stage show. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have that kind of 
mobility anymore. But it's like, you know, ladies, move out the way. I remember uh, at the Hall and Oates show, there was only like two women out of this entire Mohegan Sun arena full of people dancing on the floor. Yeah. Like just two of them. You would think maybe more people dancing for a show like that. Bunch of cougars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ow. Looking to get, uh, looking to get a piece of Daryl Hall. Yeah. Looking to Not get, oats. Not oats. But- Nobody wants oats. That was the, yeah. That yeah. was the Family Guy thing where she she's in the back. <laughs> Lois is in the dressing room with Daryl Hall, right? And then Oates comes in and he's like, "Oh, hey, uh, Lois, can I see you after the show? I'll be back for you later, Oates." And then he walks away and she goes, "I'm not coming back for Oates." <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's eight fifty eight.